Did you know that Bethesda's first title was a sports game called Gridiron, and it's released in 1986? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 177. My name is Gareth Bronny. I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. Neil Watson. How are you doing, Neil? Oh, that's me. Hello. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> good. I was a bit hesitant. I was going to do some clever kind of whip thing, but it didn't yeah, come, but, didn't come but into my head. you failed within 30 I failed. Seconds. Yeah. It was going to be well a them- thematic thing. It was going to be about space, but no. On my virtual right is Mr. Uh, Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? Hello, I was prepared for that because I'm the only other guy left, so I knew I was going to be on the right this time. <laughs> you are. There's only two of us this week, well, three of us, including me, but no one ever includes me. That's um, no, not. Because <laughs> we're doing a special, and the two people sitting in my virtual front of me have had a, a, a Rich has had a, quite a bit of time with Starfield, and so has Neil. Um, before anyone else. So we're going to do a Starfield special today. We're going to get Richard's and Neil's thoughts on the game and and uh, talk to them all about everything you need to know. Um, no spoilers, of course. No story spoilers. It'll be just about the game and what we can see in Richard's review. Um, but first of all, let's just do a quick... What, how's the week been, everyone? Neil, have you had a good week? Um, yeah, I've had a good couple of weeks, thanks. Um, for fear of sounding a bit like Paul, I went to that London... Um, to go and watch the ABBA Voyage um, concert. Is it called a concert? I guess it probably is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, if you're even considering going to see, you don't have to be an ABBA fan or anything. I don't particularly like ABBA. Um, my daughter does, so we went with her. But if you're even considering it, go and watch it. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. Really? And I'm I'm nearly 50 years old. <laughs> I was amazed by it. Yeah. And is it just I, I, like... Holograms, yeah, it's the holograms of them. Um, if if I just landed from another planet and I went and, and went to uh, put in Mill, put in Mill Lane, that's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah, mm. um, and just saw it, I would say they were on the stage. Wow, and they have time traveled from the 1970s. It is that good, seriously. Um, got back, immediately started looking for tickets to go and watch it again. <laughs> so and and that's from somebody who doesn't really like ABBA, but um, yeah, it was it was amazing. It really was. Didn't give me a ring. Say no, corner. but you you live just around the corner. You can go and see it at any point. Okay, yeah. Whereas I had to go and spend four hours. To, sound like Paul again? Spend four hours sitting on the bloody M25 to get into London. Um, yeah, wow. but no, but yeah, if you do get the chance, go and see it. It's um, it's superb. Oh, wow. There you go. Um, Richard, what's your week been like? Um, I went to the Yorkshire Balloon Fiesta on Sunday, which was at Castle Howard, just outside of York. Um, Been on over the the bank holiday weekend. They had uh, hot air balloons going off, uh, live bands. I think Blue was there on the Friday. Uh, Sam Ryder was there on the Sunday. Granted, not in the same bracket as ABBA, but... No. 
not not too not, bad. Not, not even fake ever. <laughs> and um but the, on the we got there on the Sunday, the weather was absolutely gorgeous, but we knew that, that there was uh, storms and that incoming. So unfortunately the, the balloons didn't go off or didn't get uh hoisted up or whatever the, the technical term is. But what I did notice was that we walked past a big sweet stall when the weather was hot and there was just hundreds of wasps around it. Um, so we were like, oh, no one's going to be touching that. There was like fudge and, and a pick and mix and all sorts, but it was just swarmed by hundreds of wasps. And then when we walked past it another time when the rain was going, we saw a woman uh, hoovering them all up with a Henry Hoover. <laughs> oh, the hell. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, my God. Do you live in... The League of Gentlemen. <laughs> it felt a little bit like it. <laughs> but like York, York's quite a, an, an affluent area as well and it was just a bit of a shock to see this. I can't imagine anyone would have then seen that and thought, oh, she's got rid of the wasps, now I'm going to go buy some fudge. It was just very odd. That's brilliant. Very funny. Can, can I just jump on the wasps thing, actually? <laughs> go on. I, I've been out riding my bike a little bit recently and... Um, what was it, three, four days ago, I was, I was going down a big hill at about 50 kilometres an hour and I saw this, this flying thing come towards me. It bounced off my helmet and landed on my arm. And about three seconds later, I thought, oh, that hurts a little bit. And there was this, this wasp stinging me. So it was, it, it's got the entire new forest to fly <laughs> around in. And it decided to fly for my helmet, hit my helmet, bounce off, land on my arm, chuck the stinger in. So I'm brushing it off, brushing it off, brushing it off, and it wouldn't come off. So I just whacked it as hard as I could, and it had left um, the back part of its body in my oh, arm. God. So, so I'm going down a hill at 50k an hour, trying to pull out this bloody stinger out of my arm. Anyway, it hurt. And um, then I went out again today for an hour. Same road. <laughs> Wasp landed in my helmet and stung me on the head. Oh, my Honestly, right? I, I've I've nearly ridden a hundred thousand kilometers over ten years, never been stung before, and I've been stung twice on the same piece of road in the last four days. I thought you were going to say same wasp. Well, I don't know. This one, the one that hit me today, is now dead. I made sure it's dead because oh I stood God. on it. Good. But there you go. The entire new forest. Yeah. Two yeah. wasps. Mad. 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 Yeah. So, anyway, moral of the story. Henry Hoover on the back next time. Exactly. There you go. My last wasp thing was um, a queen wasp in the middle of December and decided to go into my slippers. And uh, see, so I put my slippers on and I got the worst thing in the world as a queen wasp. Yeah. There we go. That's wasp stories. That's what we want to hear on a Starfield special. (laughs) And and wasps. I've been ill this weekend, so I've actually played games all weekend, which has been quite nice. I actually got one game. You know when you get, get sit down, you have to do... Oh, I had one review go that I did for... I could talk about this. Ow! Uh, Mortals of Avon. Did that in a three, two and a half days straight. I haven't done that for a long time. You know, when you're just like, that's what I'm doing. Um, so it's been quite nice. Quite nice being ill. And is it a good game? <laughs> yeah, I really liked it. It's, it's, I think like I've given it a four out of five. I, it looks great. It's, it's a new original world. It's... Combat's really fast and and fluid. It just yeah, it just feels wonderful. It's like a Marvel movie. It's a really good fun to watch, but you don't think about it the minute it's finished. Um, the best and that, 
and that's kind of how you feel about this. This is it, it, it goes on the, on the story wise. It, it really goes that kind of Guardians of the Galaxy way of of how they do it. It's quite cheeky. It's quite they do the comedy stuff, and sometimes it hits. But when they try to do anything serious, it doesn't hit at all because they've gone down that other road. Not like the Guardians of the Galaxy do that well, but yeah. So it's it's yeah. I I really had a great time with it. I thought it was really good fun, and I there's lots of really nice stuff about it. It is quite hard <laughs> as well, but um, and that's. But you got through me. it in a few days. I got through it. Did it? I was on easy level. Easy level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, always, <laughs> always. Um, but there you go. That's good. Um, but let's talk about this game now. This game that I've never heard of is coming out. <laughs> uh, I think when this podcast comes out tomorrow, so it's on the thirty-first with our review, and everyone can get early access to this if you pay extra money um to starfield six days early but rich has had it for a while now how long have you had it richard two weeks two weeks so before we start can we just say how, how many how much have you done of it richard how many roundabout kind of hours have you played the starfield uh i checked i've got I checked. I, I did a full page of stats in case I needed anything to talk about. Um, I've played it for thirty-six hours. Wow, that's good. And um, Neil, how much have you? No, I've, I've not played it for thirty-six hours. <laughs> Probably about six or seven. Right. Okay. There you go. That's more than I thought. Yeah. Which is good for me. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, I think we just start. We just talk. We're not going to give any spoilers about the story, of course. Um, let's start about the. I mean, it's been mad on the internet, on Twitter. Probably Richard seen it on Neil because not on there. Just like leaks and PlayStation fans, you know, saying it's all for. It looks terrible. Yeah, Some people writing previews and going, "These are my opinions on Starfield, but I've never played it." <laughs> Which I love it. That Metacritic one as well. What was that one? I think they gave it a zero. And it was like, don't know, but just someone had reviewed it and gave it a zero. And it was like, how how can you... But that was even before the codes had gone out. It was just, you know what people are like, because it's a a first-party exclusive and everything. So weird, isn't it? Was this one of those user reviews? Yeah. It wasn't a proper critic one, was it? No, oh, no, no. no. Oh, I, th- I thought Metacritic had um, um, kind of clamped down on that a bit by locking away user reviews for like three or four days after release or something. Have they got around that? I, I don't know, but maybe, maybe they, they were that early with it that they'd not even yeah. locked down yet. Yeah, maybe. I saw something about um, there, there's a load of uh, a load of communities or a community. That have got themselves set up ready to review Bomit. I thought, seriously, come on. Oh, it's yeah. So weird, isn't it? I mean, yeah. there's a whole there's a whole thing about someone had done some video of like running around the planet, and it they were there's a barrier, so it's not you know, it's people talking about. There's someone talking today about well, I couldn't land on on Saturn, so I, and everyone's going Saturn's a gas planet. You wouldn't be able to be dead. <laughs> uh, so it's all that's going on. But let's let's just maybe the first question is, is it any good, <laughs> Richard? Yes. Next question. Good. Neil, any good? Yes, very good. Thank you for listening. Uh, next week we're going to be. Can I can I just say I'm 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 saying yes, it's very good, and it's it's a game that I wouldn't normally play, um, but I can see I can see how good it is. Yes, that's all I want to say. Yeah. What should we talk about first? Should we talk about 
maybe let's just talk about the exploration thing. Does it does it feel does it feel like a Bethesda game, as in in lines of Fallout and uh, the Elder Scrolls? Does it feel very similar to that, Richard? Or? Does does Neil want to take that one? <laughs> um, no. Oh, gone. from 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 somebody that's not played very much Fallout and no Elder Scrolls at all, I don't think. Or maybe maybe half an hour of Oblivion years and years ago. Um, it immediately felt like a Bethesda game to me. And why is that? Um, the the conversations where there's somebody sitting there just face on looking at you and it cuts to a, a, a scene where you're having a conversation you pick through a conversation trees whatever and to me that is a bethesda game i don't know why yeah, yeah but i yeah. just thought that that is kind of fallout in space which is what it's been basically sold as isn't it for the last 10 years where mm. um so that was my immediate reaction that yes it is one of their games um and what about you, Richard? Did it feel like that? Because you've played Fallout and the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, Neil's Neil's got it spot on there. Um, even even when you're not necessarily having the the one to one conversation with someone, so where the game starts, you wander through this cave, um, and within two minutes, I'd I'd brushed past someone because they were they were in my way, and um, it said something like, "Oh, I'm busy. Go and go and talk to someone else." And I just thought that that where they'd, they'd snapped at me was very much like there's an NPC in a Bethesda game that don't want anything to do with you. And, uh, yeah, it was like straight away you, you, you knew you were in a, in a Bethesda game and with, right. with that interaction. Um, just to be clear to the listeners, I've not played any of this. So it's like, I'm in a tricky thing. I've not been anywhere near it. So it's like it's quite a tricky one because I, I kind of want to ask questions. Also, I don't want to know too much as well, like you're probably listening if you're waiting for the players. So it's like, oh, I, ask I, all the questions. I want right? to keep you're a little bit of surprise. Um, exploration, Richard. Does it feel like this massive, what, what was kind of promised, this idea that you're, you're, you're traveling around all the worlds, around space, a thousand planets or stuff? It, it, does it feel a huge game? Yes. Yeah, 100%. So. Once you do the the opening bit, which I won't go into too much detail of, you then arrive at uh, New Atlantis, which is the one of the major cities. Um, and even within there, there's just a ton of things to do. So um, you land you land there on your ship, and then straight away you're walking past a group of people that are having a conversation and then next thing you know you've got a pop-up in the left-hand side of the screen you've got a side quest or an activity and that's just happening all the time right um side quests are obviously self-explanatory activities tend to be something like go and talk to this person or visit this area um, and then they tend to lead into into side quests themselves um but how how we previously spoke about um cyberpunk feeling very much alive with with night city and everything like that yeah bethesda have, have really improved that aspect of their previous games i know that fallout and, and and elder scrolls are very different but you're wandering through this city you can visit um a coffee shop for example um and just get all the hubbub and all the buzz around that and everything and it just feels very much alive as well wow. Um, Neil, your experience playing, did you 
did you follow a kind of main quest or did you go off and just roam did you go to a planet there's, I think I think there's just I don't want to say there's too much to do but there's a lot that that you kind of bombarded with and you have to completely forget how you normally play a game and say I'm going to ignore that I'm not going to take it mm. and then then pick pick something that you're maybe not interested in but but kind of just focus on certain things because there like Richard said there's quests and whatever's galore um so yeah well I can't even remember what your question was <laughs> well I'd say did I focus you, on one thing or did you go really. to a planet did you go I'm no. looking at this I, planet and just go one of there. the first things I did was land I landed on a planet and just wandered around it yeah just scanning things Mm-hmm. To to me that that was perfect. I was coming across like these these animals and whatever. I was scanning them, and then I'd shoot one, and then I'd kind of get into a little bit of a fight with all its friends, and then I'd scan them, and then wander off somewhere else and find something else. And then there was some guy just walking through the desert with a, with a with a pet, and he, he just he didn't want anything to do with me. He just wandered <laughs> off. I tried to talk to him. I tried to do whatever with him. He didn't want to know me. Um, and then he was gone. And I never saw him again. That's so whether, he's, whether he's still there or not. Yeah. Probably is. That, <laughs> wandering. That's something but, um, really yeah. excites me about that. This idea of yeah. just being able to kind of go to, and you just have this kind of a little bit of time without doing any of the quests, but you can just go there. Was there a lot yeah, of that, Rich? Yeah, sorry. I, I, th- I think the whole exp- exploration side of things and the scanning um is what i'm mostly interested in i I couldn't care less about the story that kicks off Mm. and and to be honest i think there's the story is probably going to branch far too far anyway for me to pay any attention to it Mm. um so yeah you just make it what you will really don't you but it's like a bit of idea of it no man's sky in that sense that little bit of no man's sky which i was kind of going to a planet and just scan stuff did richard obviously you've been to quite a few planets now have you on your little journey well you've been mainlining the story for review purposes um i well i visited looking through my stats i visited 14 different solar systems during that time wow. um, i'm not sure exactly how many of those there are but obviously there's a, over a thousand planets within all these different solar systems um i did do a, a fair old bit of the the main quest um Almost, almost instantaneously, I was opened up to to a, some of the faction quest lines oh, yeah, as yeah. well, um, and one of those is absolutely brilliant. I think that was probably my favourite story arc within Starfield. Um, it, it just sort of how it started, and then you were learning all about the history of uh, the the settled systems and and everything that sort of happened between where we are now and 2330 which i think is the year that starfield's setting and everything that's gone on there and, and and not necessarily how humans have got into space but why they needed to get into space more than anything um and then hearing about the colony wars that happened between between some of the factions and and where they are now and how this sort of like this this truce between everything um and then opening up that faction quest line and and how how you're you're then dealing with with these 
issues like us, they don't try not to, to go into much yeah, detail yeah. with. Um, it's just brilliant. I think that story had me gripped from the very beginning, um, perhaps to the point where at, at some point I was neglecting the main story a little bit. Yeah. Um, but that is part of that whole journey as well, isn't it? It's a bigger yeah, part. Of the, yeah. That's the yeah. Bethesda game tr- through and yeah. through, is that you, you have this basic framework, but you are free to do whatever you want. And it helped that at times some of the, the, the planets that I was having to visit for one quest line to, tied up with a quest line elsewhere. So you were sort of progressing them, not necessarily at the same time, but you would be like, well, I'm here. I might as well jump, jump over to this next planet. Um, finish do a little bit more of a, a different quest line and then return to to whatever you're interested in at that time and that, and like do what neil's doing is is playing the game you know is do he can just go and wander and meet old men in the desert but that could yeah. be his you know if he wanted to which is which is quite exciting so uh, at one point i landed on a planet um found a settlement there landed on a planet and as i was landing on this planet um a group of spacers who are like the, the pirates that roam around space um, were also landing. Uh, so we had a bit of a shootout. And then I thought, hang on a minute, there's no one left there. Can I claim their ship? So I, I <laughs> walked their ship, went through the cockpit, and then there were three more of them there. Uh, managed to get them, get them down, and then I owned that ship. Wow, I like that. That's good. Brilliant. Um, I'm going to put it into some categories. Give us a thing. Visuals. Let's talk about the visual look of it because there was a lot of talk about this. We know it's at 30, 30 frames per second at 4K. Um, how does it look? Neil, what does it look? Does it look is, good? Is, is the 30 frames per second thing an issue for people? It never is, it is for me. It never no, is, no, but it's, it's, always, it's always a problem with people. Yeah. Is that the talk of the town on Twitter? Not anymore. Not anymore. It was for a while when, when they... Okay, then they, they, they found review bombing and yeah. thought they'd do that instead. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it looks it looks great. I, no real um, issues. I obviously we've been playing it ahead of time. They've pushed pushed out a patch. Was it yesterday, Richard? I think the patch went live. Um, uh, yesterday or the day before? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did have a few little minor glitches. Menus were sticking and stuff like that. Um, one of them I couldn't get rid rid of at all it was just sat front of center right in the way really annoying right. um but patches have gone out so that shouldn't be an issue now and yeah it's it, it looks good it's it, I, i'd say it's quite unique actually in the way it looks okay. um just just but then everywhere you visit it's different as well mm. So that it's not like, oh, you've seen this, you've seen that. Well, not really. This is new. This is new. This is quite new as well. Uh, yeah, looks good. Good. Richard, you up with that visually? Yeah. Uh, I think at the start of this year, we, we had a discussion about 60 frames versus 30 frames for, for Redfall. And I was very much like, oh, it's got to be 60 frames per second on these new consoles. But the fact that... Um, Starfield's a design choice that for it to run at 30 frames per second, um, it's it's fine. It's absolutely unnoticeable, really, when you're playing in first person. Um, and the new, I think, Creation Engine 2 that they've that they've used this as like the first game to show off this new engine. Um, I remember when Fallout 4 came out, it was a bit ropey in terms of, of graphics for what was a 
a, a title of that that time. But mm. yeah, Starfield looks brilliant. I think the one the one issue I had was that some of the the citizens that wander these cities, the people that you won't necessarily talk to or anything like that, don't look obviously as detailed no. as the, the main NPCs and children like. I remember the children looking weird in Skyrim and they still look weird in Starfields, but that's the only <laughs> issue I've got. They're, they're, um, not, um, they're not trained in world clones, though, are they? That's the thing. <laughs> oh, my word, yeah. God. <laughs> Can so I just ask, Richard, um, are you playing it mostly in first person? Yes, yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, yeah, I know that they have that option and they've had it in a lot of the other Bethesda games, but yeah, it just, just doesn't work for me playing it in third person. What about you, Neil? Yeah, yeah, I've been playing yeah. it in the first yeah. as well. I've been I've been trying to switch around, and yeah, maybe if you're in a massive open space and you just want to see your guy running around, then stick it into third. But um, for the most part, yeah, I've, I've stuck it in first person. Um, the title screen, of course, is the most important thing, and that's caused people going mad about it. Is it as bad as they say? <laughs> Neil, you upset by the title no. screen? No, challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even going there. I, I saw a headline. I didn't click it. I don't want to know. No, no, Richard. What, what's Richard, wrong with the title? I don't know. They said it was really bad. They were upset by it. It was a developer, I think, wasn't it, Richard? It was, was a, a, an ex-Blizzard developer. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, it was awful. Um, let me just talk about. Let's talk about combat first. About combat, not space combat, but. Um, Gun combat and on the floor combat. What's that like? Is it you please, Neil? You had a go. I'll let, I'll let Richard go with that one. Okay. Um, it's a little bit more fast paced than than Fallout, the other game that uses guns. Um, obviously can't really compare it to to Elder Scrolls. It's melee focused, but yeah, um, there's no VAT system, obviously. <clears throat> obviously, um, so I think it sort of comes across as like it's not trying to be what. Uh, the original Fallout games were that were a bit more turn-based. It's very much a fluid first-person shooter in that aspect. Um, I didn't have any issues. I think I don't think it has much in terms of assistance. Like um, you can you see it on other games where if you're if you're in the vicinity when you're shooting a player, it'll it'll lock onto them and do that for you. I don't think this has that because. <clears throat> You, unless I'm playing it badly, um, I got quite a bit of ammo. Right. Uh, either I'm, I'm, my weapons aren't as powerful as they should be for where I am, or there's none of that uh, targeting assistance on. Right. That's quite good. The, can I just jump on that? Of course you can. I kind of agree. Um, initially, at the very start of it, I was thinking, I'm doing something wrong here. I'm not hitting them. Um, and then I realised that I don't think there is auto-targeting. Is, is there at all any auto-targeting in that? I've had a look through the, the menu. What I, the, what I did do, which helped me, was I turned on uh, when you get when you do shoot them, you get the numbers floating up because that's turned off. Ah, uh, okay. I turned that on to see if that made any difference, and it did help me a little bit actually. Um, but I don't think there is any assistance in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. But no, is, I've, I've been going through a bit of ammo as well. So yeah, is there a difficulty level at all, or is it just one? Yes. Oh, there's that. Right. There's five. I think it's very easy, easy, normal, hard, and very hard. Which um, all 
is all Bethesda games have have those five difficulties. I think I wouldn't be surprised to see down the line if they do some sort of hardcore mode mm. as well, because I would be interested in seeing seeing that with with the uh, atmospheres and oxygen levels and all sorts. It's sort of ready for it. You've gone for a very easy Neil. I don't know. I was just trying to work out what I'd gone for. I'm <laughs> guessing I've just gone normal. Okay. I probably just thought, yeah, that'd do. Oh dear. They, they, they'd set me up on normal, wouldn't they? They're good guys like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think normal. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so what about space combat, the, the dogfights in space with pirates and all sorts? How does that work? Uh, who wants to start? Let's get Richard. Richard, go again. Richard yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good. I think it, it reminds me a little bit of... Um, Star Wars Squadrons, which was that short-lived uh, Star Wars dogfights in space. Oh yeah, I reviewed that. I think um, it's sort of a little bit more in depth than say you're just firing at a ship continually. Um, but that's that's a bit more dependent on if you unlock the uh, I can't remember the name of it. One of the skills allows you to target certain areas of a ship. So if you wanted to take over this ship uh, to board it and, and, and loo it, you would need to wipe out their engines. Um, otherwise, you just, you're just firing at the ship. What you do have that makes it um, a bit more tactical is there's five different elements. I think three are your weapons. Sorry, six. there's six different elements. Three are your weapons, um, engines, shield, and grav jump. And you have reactor points. Um, in the bottom left corner so you can assign these reactor points so if you want to bolster up your shield you'll put more reactor points into your shields or if you want to make a quick getaway you'll put points into your your grav jump um, and then you can fly away without suffering too much damage Um, so there's a little bit of of, of tactics in in that sense you can make your weapon more powerful um, and things like that Uh, but other than that it's it's fairly it's fairly self-explanatory, really. It's not, um, I wouldn't say it's breaking new ground, but it's nice to have it in there as, as, a, as a thing anyway. Mm. And is it, you know, like you said about swapping, the, swapping to shields, is that quite an easy thing to do? Is that quite fiddly or is it something you get used to? Um, it's all done on the, the, the D-pad. Um, oh, okay. So it's not, whilst you're... you're uh, flying around with the right stick and then speeding up or down with the left stick that that takes a, a bit of a while to get used to yeah i was gonna say that obviously you're floating round, um so it's all done on the one stick which way you're, you're facing and then your, your speed and boost is on the, the left thumbstick so that takes a bit of a while to get used to but everything like putting the points in stuff is just on the control on the d-pad right Neil, you better go some shooting some pirates. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of agree, really. Um, it feels a little bit kind of like you're micromanaging your ship as you're flying around and, and engaging in combat, but it works fine. Um, it's easy enough to do once you get used to it, like Richard says. But um, yeah, it is. It's it's space combat, and there's there's nothing that's that's kind of wowed me from this from that side of things. Mm. But it but it works absolutely yeah, fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have been talking, mainly, mainly the developers who are the ones that think, but they've talked about they've had it for a while and they've been going for many different paths. Do you feel like, I know you've both, uh, Neil, you're already on and Richard, you're probably just going through one thing. Do you feel like you would start again and maybe go in a different way, take a different 
avenue with your character? Is that would you feel like you want to do that? Yeah. Um, so whenever I play these games first time, I always play it as a as a goody two shoes. Mm. Um, uh, but one of the things that I, that I would probably change this time is the traits. So when you create your character, you can choose up to three traits. Um, the one that I would definitely recommend is kid stuff, which is you can visit your mum and dad in their flat in New Atlantis. Um, but just have that one on because there's some really funny bits that keep popping up with that. But the one that I picked that I would probably change is the introvert trait, which uh, gives me a bonus if I'm traveling without a companion. But Starfield, um, especially early on, has you traveling everywhere with a companion so i'm i'm getting penalized for having these companions <laughs> um, I, I think i took that one as well but then I, the more the, i i i found a companion that i really liked so since then um we've been traveling together and i'm just taking the hit basically but i wouldn't pick that that trait if i was to create a new character okay that's a good little tip neil do, if you got a sense of like that you could do this journey you could become this I, you become I, that I wouldn't start again, I don't think. No, I think I'd just stick with what I've got um, and just go from there and see where it takes me, really. Um, Richard says he's he's playing everything the good way. I think I'm just kind of taking stuff, each one as it comes, and just seeing what happens, mm. really. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I'm sitting there and saying, specifically thinking, I have to play it like this or I have to play it like that. I'm just, every scenario, whatever happens, happens, really. But, um, yeah, but I think I'd, I'd rather just stick with it, not not start again. But then, I don't play games twice. No. So, if I if I ever get to the end of Starfield, if I ever get to the end of Starfield, yeah. um, that will be me done. Yeah. And uh, and, that, and that'll be fine. I think. I think that's what's for. I mean, I think they've been there's been talk from some of the developers saying, you know, they've two people have chatted who then they've had completely different experiences. Mm. Um. Because they've gone that, a certain yeah. way and yeah. one's gone the other way, which is kind of intriguing. Um, let's talk about. I'm trying. I'm not going to talk about the story at all, really. I, I think that's. Let's just leave it. I think is that is that all right with you, Richard and Neil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's probably a good thing we're not to be on any dangerous ground with that because I think people can find that out themselves. Who wants a story? Maybe Nobody wants cares a story. A story. No. Exactly. Um, the customization of your ship. I'm just curious about that. Have you had a go at that, Richard? Making your ship into a a giant penis or whatever. Yeah. They want. <laughs> well, um, First thing you did. That, it's it's a it's a tricky one because um, they they describe that as as a late game activity. Um, and the ship that the, the ship that I'm primarily using is still the starting ship. Um, but I've I've upgraded it several times over, so you could buy upgrades um, to to any of the the six criteria that I mentioned earlier. Um, and then obviously, obviously, if you go to a shipyard, you can start from scratch, um, which is interesting. But it's 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 a cost. It costs a lot of money, um, and I'm, I'm I'm barely at a point where I can afford that. Uh, <laughs> I love that that you're 36 hours in and you you can't. That's great. That's really good. Yeah, got sorry, Neil. Yeah, can I just say? Can you see a point where it will be worth you? getting a new ship yeah because <laughs> even much further said, down the line is that what you're saying 
Yeah, because what I'm, yeah. I'm like, whilst I said I'm playing as a goody two shoes, what I really want to do is get the compartments in there that allow me to smuggle contraband through. Because I think there's a, there's a few quests that um, would benefit, or would or would would benefit if I was able to do that. Because um, I found uh, so basically contraband. You ask, you can steal items uh, if you go to any of the major settlements. They'll scan your ship before you land, and if you are found with contraband on there, you'll get arrested and taken to prison. So I found these, these, these quite a few like um, rare paintings and, and things that that are classed as contraband, so I can't move them between these these borders. Um, but they would net me a nice profit if I did. This is why. So I think there's a lot. Sorry, that's no, why this country's gone to pot. <laughs> Yorkshireman smuggling stuff in. Trying to smuggle fine art. Uh, well, well, just talking about the items and stuff, actually, as somebody who doesn't normally play one of these type of games, I'm wandering around picking up everything. I mean, literally everything. I shouldn't be doing that, should I? No. No, no. I know I shouldn't be doing it, but it's, it's much in the same way as what I said earlier. You need to kind of rewire your brain to to pick and choose certain aspects of it and just concentrate on that instead of picking up a bloody pair of scissors or something yeah yeah money 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 and ammo weigh nothing so pick pick all that all that up mm. um digipacks which are like your uh, lockpick items yep. they, don't, they don't weigh anything either mm. and then it just depends if, if you're building an outpost or anything like what what items do you actually need and if there's a way to to scrap items um to get resources but, I'd, but that's, I'd, a, that's a bethesda games type thing though isn't it so i'm, I'm suspecting is that right yeah yeah, yeah. i'd love to have seen a, a video of richard playing it and you did your side by side <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. Literally, I walk into a room and I will pick everything up, and then I walk into the next room and pick everything up. I don't want to pick this this stuff up. I know I shouldn't be picking this stuff up, but I'm doing it anyway. Wow. Yeah. You get together with Richard with his ship, and contraband. You put those scissors yeah. in his little compartments. I'll, I'll put myself in the compartment. Thanks very much. You fly me around. Um. Now, of course, we're not going to cover anything here at all, but I'm, um, anything else you want to ta- chat about? What have I missed? Anything major things to miss about before we talk about score that Richard's given the game? Um, I think on the subject of maybe collectibles as well, there's, there's skill magazines that you can pick up. So uh, picking these up will, will give you an XP boost. Uh, or not, not an XP boost. Sorry, a, a boost to one of your skills. Oh, yeah. uh, there's the skill tree, obviously, which is, which is a bit weird because um, I think there's eighty odd skills, and each one of those has got four ranks. And I was under the impression when they when they showed this off before that if you once you because you need to complete. So if you you put a pistol expertise skill on and then you kill twenty people with a pistol, you've completed that first rank but it doesn't automatically upgrade you to the second rank where it will give you an extra boost. You need to then use an extra skill point. So you're talking, if you wanted to unlock everything, um, over 320 skill points and you only get one per level. Right. (laughs) So 
Yeah, um, it's, it was a little bit weird that, but these magazines do give you buffs to skills and abilities anyway. And there's also, I believe, the snow globes, which are essentially like the you know the bobbleheads from Fallout. Mm. Oh, I'm under the impression, but I've not managed to find any. Right. So there's so, lots to. And Richard, where, do you, where are you? Do you think you're near the end, or or nowhere near the end? No. Um, I, without going into too much detail, um, I was doing the main quest, and yeah, I was just saying that the, the summer happened about thirty hours in when I was doing a, a main quest, uh, a main main story quest, and it's just fundamentally changed the game for me so I, I don't think I'm close to finishing the main story yet mm, wow um, Neil anything else you want to add before we get Richard's score uh, no not for me um, I think we've covered pretty much yeah we've done everything that needs covering yeah, yeah. Um, Richard what have you given it well Paul's going to be happy because I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. <laughs> oh, wow. Not, but not a 5. What's, what's your reason for not a 5? There's a couple of things. Um, I know that Neil's previously mentioned it, and I think I might have just been a bit unlucky, but a lot of the planets that I've been on, whilst there's, there's settlements and there's various things to, to discover, a lot of them are pretty barren. Um, you can scan flora and fauna, but there's also a lot that just don't really have anything on them. Um, and also, I struggle with how there's no um, minimap for uh, even the major settlements, whereas in in the other games you would wander around and and you could press press the map button and it would show you a, a local map of every 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 shop and everything like that. It's not in here for some reason and and. These are big cities that, that mm. do need that that kind of uh, guidance at times. I mean, you've got a quest marker and stuff and everything like that, but it's just little things like that 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 feel almost like a step backwards from how it's from how it's been in previous games. That, that suddenly it's not in there now. Right. Okay. Four point five. Still a very high score. Um, you can read Richard's review on the site now. Much more detail. Neil, do you think you're happy? Do you think that's a good? I know you've done six hours, or you. I'll, I'll um. I'll let him go with that. Yeah, not a yeah. problem. Yeah, okay. it feels yeah. about right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Good. Well, we'll see what all the scores are. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be high, isn't it? Probably they're going to be fives and four point fives everywhere. Probably aren't they? That's fair. I'd be surprised. Yeah, if it's yeah. if it's less than that. Um, so we can play if you've got the early access. <laughs> you can play stuff tomorrow. There's lots of lovely little gifts that I see of people doing. Um, do I get do I do I get the game free in six days time, or do I pay <laughs> the money now and pay on Friday? Lots of people can, looking very worried. Can I ask you, Gareth, what are you going to do? I'd wait. I'd be madness. I've got bloody review games to do. What I, that, I'm tempted. That premium edition. Am I right in saying it's a hundred quid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's it's a lot of money. Yeah, for a game, even yeah. but, a game a game that has got this much content in it, and it's going to keep people going for hours and days and weeks and months and probably years. Um, and you're only getting an art book and soundtrack, which I have to say I quite enjoyed looking through. Right. I don't really yeah, like I will say that yeah. the 
it's got the full soundtrack on which i think is like 50 odd tracks and the the art book you can have as a slideshow with the music playing is actually really good and yeah. it does come with the first expansion as oh, yeah, well got that, yeah yeah whenever that is but i mean no rush for that don't worry but that can be next this time next year and i'll yeah. still be struggling to get to it in time yeah I, 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 i'm not gonna i think that. that most most people they've waited this long they can probably wait another six days or five days whatever it is yeah exactly. and play it on game pass and and do that but then yeah if, you, if you've got the cash then yeah splash yeah. out i suppose why not i know I can wear so much to play. Um, mm. Let's go through what's out for the rest of September before we finish. Um, we've got our article up, which is uh, 13 of the best Xbox and Game Pass games of September 2023, um, and a YouTube video to watch as well. Um, of course, Starfield's the first one on the list. Uh, we talked about that. It's coming out September the 6th. Um, a game called Chance of Senar, which is, uh, I think it's coming out next week. I'm reviewing this at the moment, so I'll have some thoughts about when we meet up next. Um, it's a, it's a kind of one of the games that I really like, a kind of puzzle adventure game, and you're traveling through this kind of like deserty kind of world, um, unlocking doors, you're kind of using stealth and kind of guardians, but also you're trying to, which is the kind of the main thing is you're trying to decode a language. So someone will speak to you, or you'll see a sign, and you've got to you write down, you type into the keyboard what you think it might be, and then it has to try to match up, which is a really interesting little device that I'm really enjoying. Um, that's coming out sometime. I think it is next week. The I many think it might be, yeah, yeah. The many pieces of Mr. Koo. Who knows anything about this? What is this? I don't know who Mr. Koo is. Mr. Koo is something quite famous. Am I am I right in saying this? Have you two heard of Mr. Koo? I've not heard of this at all. Oh, I don't know what this is at all. It's like a animated film or short or something like that. Um, I quite yeah. like the look of it, yeah. It's it's just it's a bit weird. It's a whimsical point-and-clink adventure with a surrealist story, hand-drawn animation, and hilarious puzzles. It does look good. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth really good. And that's, um, when's that out? Do we know? Yeah, soon. Soon. Seventh <laughs> of September. <laughs> every every month we do this. Um, <laughs> that's out. That's out in September. That's what we need yeah. to worry about. Yeah. NBA Two K Twenty Four, the game that keeps coming. Uh, all I'm really able to about is that I don't have to review this anymore because there's someone else who likes to do this. <laughs> Oh, Not no, that it's bad. Here, we sack we sack them off. It's, oh, it's back to you Christ. again. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Me wandering around a basketball city trying to be twenty four again, looking for a contract. Yeah. But actually, it was it's 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 always a hit. It's good. I mean, it's so big. This game, it's like the FIFA games of football. They're so massive. I, yeah. I have to say, I watched the trailer for this the other day, actually, and I was really impressed with how it looked. Oh, yeah. there, there was a side by side, a real life and a, and a video. I couldn't tell the difference. It was that good. Yeah, so, yeah. But I haven't played a uh, an NBA game or a basketball game since. <sighs> no idea. But what was the one? What was the? Was it? Is it Larry Bird? Is he in X? Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Was it was the two, <laughs> two on two or something? Two oh, yeah, I know you mean. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from like 1986 or something? Yeah, you haven't played it since then. No. Wow. no. Wow. <laughs> it's moved on a bit. Um, yeah, I bet. <laughs> the, the thing I really like about when I do it every time, when I do sort of career mode for the review, I kind of do millions of matches and I'll have to, you know, it just goes on forever. 
but I never get better. Well, if I do get better, it's so slight. You know, when you're playing another sports game, you you start to get really well. Like you play, you'll get better in a career mode of FIFA. You'll just be dropping in gold. It you, it's really small. <laughs> I quite like that. I quite it feels quite realistic. It feels like quite a trial. Maybe it's just me. It's probably just me, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the crew Motorfest, the game that yes. none of us are excited about. I maybe am. Neil, Neil, tell us about. It. You love the crew, don't you? I, I, yeah, I, I remember playing the Crew One. I think back at EGX many years ago, and then I played the Crew Two. I enjoyed that. I played. I think I played that one with James quite a bit, mm. actually. Um, yeah, I, I think this one looks fine. It's, um, yeah, racer, open world racer. What's not to like? I don't we understand were, what the hatred is. For we it. were slagging this off last week, wasn't we? I think. From I think it's. I think I've talked to Paul. Paul's Paul. I think it's probably the closest bit to Forza Horizon. He doesn't like. They looked at Forza Horizon and go, "Let's do that." Yeah, what's wrong with that? Forza Horizon's amazing. <laughs> so you follow it. Why not? I've got no issues at all. I'll, I'll have a word with Paul. Yeah, yeah. good. I'll talk him round. Uh, Richard, are you going to play this? No. <laughs> good. There it goes Neil. They're going to play. Ooh, save, save myself for test drive unlimited. Oh new yeah. Game. Yeah, that's um, as well. <laughs> Mortal Kombat One. That's a busy month, isn't it? It's not even October. Mortal Kombat One is coming out. I mean, we talked about this last week. It, it does look amazing visually. It just looks stunning. Um, and it feels like it it won't go far wrong. It doesn't feel like you you've played you you played the we talked about this last week. You played the beta, is that right? Richard. Yes, yeah, I played the the pre-order beta. They got code for that. I mean, it's it's good. Like you're not going to go wrong with a Mortal Kombat game now, but it it does look absolutely stunning on the the current gen hardware. Um, it but all that means is that there's just going to be more viscera on screen. Mm. Yeah. Um, I I'm, I never play fighting games, so so I don't know anything about it. Neil. You you played much of this? Um, I probably played Mortal Kombat, the original one. <laughs> I haven't touched it since. So <laughs> yeah. this would be a good time to go back. Who knows? We used to have one of my student union Mortal Kombat machine back in '94. Yeah. yeah. Um, lies that. lies of P or Life of Pi, as I always like to call this game. Lies of P. <laughs> Lies of P is another Game Pass game coming out in September, I think, 23rd or 22nd, around that time. It's it's a weird game, this one. It's a Souls-like game. Um, has that kind of, like, strange kind of steampunky um, vision. When we saw gameplay maybe six months ago, it, it looked a bit... It didn't look as great as it did, but the most recent stuff, it looks really good. So hopefully they've done a bit more um, visual... Fidelity they seem to, to have been on a bit of a roller coaster, don't they? They they, they started really high. I remember the yeah. first first reveal trailer. When was yeah. that? Maybe three years ago. Maybe was it that long ago? Possibly. Yeah. A bit, but more. And then, yeah, they had a, a dodgy period, didn't they? And but yeah, this it looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. I, I won't play it. It's a sounds like I've no interest in that. But um, yeah, it does look good. Does look good. Um, Richard, you look excited about you going to play that. I'll give it a go, especially yeah. with being on Game Pass, but I, I've got too many other Souls-likes unfinished to, to really get into another one. Yeah, it's all for Paul, isn't it? Um, yeah. Cyberpunk. 
Um, the Phantom Liberty expansion. We talked about this again last week. We were really excited about this. 29th of September. Um, me and Richard are both excited about going back to the city, aren't we, to uh, muck around in. Yeah. Yeah, this one's going to be, I think, the smack pick for September. Yeah. But, oh, well, after Starfield, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I think it could, I mean, that last trade, it looked really good. I just like wondering about that city, really. <laughs> Not so, I can't, I'm trying to remember the combat so much. But yeah, I really just like being back then. Another story in that place looks quite, it's going to be interesting. Um, have you played it yet, Neil? Um, I played it when it first released, yeah. Right. Um, so laughed at the bugs and whatever and then gave up with it. But <laughs> I, I didn't play enough to to uh, really get into it. So I might, now it's all fixed up. I understand it's all fixed up anyway. I hope it's yeah. fixed up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I might do. But um, yeah, possibly. Good, okay. Um, and Train Sim World 4 is coming out. It just Woo-hoo. carries on. Um, 23rd, I think. Um, I don't know what else to say about Train Sim World. Well, one of you two will be reviewing it, I think. For the- no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's going to be... When did Train Sim World 3 come out? Because I could have swore that we're only at the start of this year. August. Um, I don't know. I think it, it wasn't long ago. They seem to be doing it every year or so. I think it might have been this time last year. Let me just very quick look. Um, um, so uh, in this blah, one, blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah. So second September twenty twenty two that came out. So it's oh. only been a year, which, oh, which right. seems a very fast turnaround, doesn't it, for a game yeah. that that is quite expensive straight off, and also very expensive in terms of DLC. Like, stupidly expensive in terms of DLC, if you ask me. But there we go. Are they, are they making players buy it all again? Don't know yet. Don't know. Don't know yeah. There's certain bits, if you get a certain edition, you get some of the old DLC back. You know, when we do our review editions, we're lucky we get a, a special one. So when yeah. I've done Let's Plays, I've had people on the YouTube go, wow, are you playing this one? They're getting really <laughs> angry with me. <laughs> so I'm They're angry with your clones in the back. <laughs> yeah. Angry with me just not be able to start a train again as I do every year. Forget how to do it. What, what will be interesting with this one is if it goes to Game Pass or not, because Train Sim World 3 oh, yeah. was a yeah. day one Game Pass. Yeah. This one, there's no chat about it at all yet. So, yeah. That I think brought out this new one then because the other well, Game Pass. Well, you don't know, do you? Maybe. 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 Um, let's just go through the rest. We've got Whatever Land. That's coming out. Um, it's a colourful puzzle game with point-and-click gameplay. Don't know anything about that. Anyone who know anything about that? No? Looks all right. Looks fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can, get a, bit, bit you can play the free prologue. Is that now? Uh, have a look at that. Um, Palo Pines. Little kid's game. Or, or, or Paleo Pines. Or Paleo. Like <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I didn't say the first thing that came in my head. Um, it's, a, it's a bright... <laughs> It's a it's a bright dinosaur romp through a charming a friendly world. Yeah. It's that good. Little farm sim game. I want, I want to play that. Yeah, there you I go. Think that looks fun. Yeah. Um Wild Mender um is uh like a what is this game? It's like a little desert is it another kiddie so, game? Farm so, game? So, no, it's it's less kiddies, but it's it's much more yeah, along the same lines of uh, kind of a build 'em up type game, I think. Yeah. yeah. 
And then the last one, of course, is EA Sports FC 24, which is coming out the 29th that I play and James plays every year. I mean, James had the conversation about, I'm going to get the special edition and I get the special edition every year. I don't know why I do it. I like mm. whip myself with a chain to something that I do it every year. Um, talk, talk, talk to me about EA Sports FC 24, Gareth. What are you, what are, you are you excited about that? no interest in it at all. Zero interest. <laughs> And this is from somebody who, who played Pro Evo and FIFA all day long, religiously for years and years. But now they need to do something big to uh, to get me back. I feel like I'm going to a nightclub that was very popular for a while. And now it's just me and James in the corner and there's no one else there. Uh, you, else can, you see, can, can you see yourself playing it as much as you have done over the last 10, 12 years? No, I this don't know. No. I, I get into Ultimate Team for a bit. It's quite, it's quite fun. And then I go, what am I doing by December? And I stop yeah. playing. But then I play clubs still with uh, uh, James and with um, mm. JB and whoever's around. So I do that keeps us going a bit. And we're so bad now. I mean, we're always terrible, but we're so bad now. It's quite funny. Our, our enjoyment comes from <laughs> making different members of the team. <laughs> like the AI. <laughs> So we've got Kate Bush on the wing. Uh, there's um, who did I make the other day? Salvador Dali in defence. All that is the most enjoyable bit. Yeah, so yeah. that shows you where we because are. Because everyone else is better than you. Yeah? Oh, Marsda, yeah, my yeah. life terrible, but now, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's back. EA Sports without the FIFA brand um, with the, the same thing again. Very popular. It does need a little challenger to it. Hopefully that will come. Um, and that's yeah. it. That's September's games. October looks quiet, doesn't it? So we're talking. About- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, hopefully, you're going to be ill again because you're not moving from your sofa for a, I know. a month. Wow. Um, thank you, you two. And um, what are we looking forward to next week before we go, uh, Neil? Um, don't know. Really, end of the yeah. summer holidays, so I can kind of get back some some kind of pattern to my life and not have to worry about other things aside from myself. That's the best way. That's good. Where are you, Richard? Uh, after the couple of weeks that I've had, I'm looking forward to catching up on some sleep uh, and then probably play some more Starfield. Good idea. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, in about 20 minutes after I've edited this together, I'm going to play Trine 5 with James because he's reviewing it for us. That's what I'm looking forward to. Quite nice That's, out. With that. That's out today as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we're having a little good time with that. Same as before, but it's it's a nice thing. James is just carrying me through the whole thing. I'm just used to that. Standard. Standard. Get, getting ready for EA Sports FC 24, so he can do the same there. Yeah. Yeah. He's got standards, me. I think I've dragged him down. He used to be good. Um, right, gentlemen, if you need to get hold of you, where do we get hold of you, Richard? I'm on Twitter, X, Instagram, uh, and that's it, I think. On threads. At Bubble1912. What about you, Neil? Do you want threads? Uh, yeah, I keep getting... Oh, actually, I say I. It's not me, it's the Xbox Hub. I keep getting new people following us on threads. Oh. So, uh, yeah, if you're not doing that, look for the Xbox Hub on threads and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that. Um, and then I'm personally Neil363 on Instagram. You can find me at GB Bryden and all manner of things. But for now, gentlemen, thank you for giving us your Starfield thoughts to Affinity and Beyond, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. We had found all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.